Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Faces, issue 68, Igniting the Web. On the cover, Portia stands to the left of center cover. Her staff is raised and emitting a crackling spectral energy. A large spider perches on the end of the staff, ready to leap and attack at Void Viper. Void Viper has an arm outstretched towards Portia. His hand and eyes glow with the phoenix's flame. We turn the page and our story begins. We get this panel of Lighthammer and Brian standing in this uh, street and Inky fully materializing in Brian's arms. We still have these pterodactyls flying around, harassing other streets, but behind Sana we see a the uh, civilians are heading off very quickly, led by this child with a spider, to a uh, bunker. And Portia, we see you standing there looking at all this. What do you do? She is angry. Like, you see her kind of glow slightly, and I'd imagine it's not a particularly windy day if you ignore the pterodactyls, but her hair is kind of just waving in, like, behind her as if it's, like, held up by magically angry wind. She's going to spin the staff above her head and point it forward, and all the bits of bone that, like, are just around from Quetzal having crashed into their own, having crashed into the pterodactyls, start glowing. She wants to toss those at the people that dare hurt her, her new bay. Maybe with her new bay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, give me a directly a gauge and pick one of the three of these to focus the brunt of it on. Ooh. That Can one I help? Absolutely. Let's start with uh, Sada. Tell me what this looks like as it doesn't quite succeed. So uh, Nube can figure out how to assist in this. I think not quite succeeding is just some of the bigger bits or just some of the bigger bits that would do some actual damage are like have managed to embed themselves into walls and like into the ground. And as angry as she is, she can't quite force them out. Oh, yeah, we get like a panel of them like vibrating and trying to pull out, but not quite. And Ketso, how do you want to uh, spin the team here? So I think each group has one team going into this. Yeah, I think well, I got an extra team for a thing. For oh, yeah, you results. did. Yeah. Right, for the uh, defend. Yeah, I think she's gonna throw Inky's helmet so that, like, she sees where the little pieces are going and throw it in the way so that she can easily pick it up and use the helmet as a projectile. Okay, fantastic. We see this helmet picked up and just flung by this force, so that is a 7. So on a 7 to 9, pick 1. Who are you aiming this at? I think she's aiming it at... Brian was the one with the phoenix? Yes. Part of her just instinctively is like, that's dangerous and magic adjacent. That needs to be taken out. Okay, well, Brian's going to be in the middle of saying something. Fantastic. Which is great, because I'm not defending him. <laughs> and if I had to pick one, I just want to be terrifying. Like, imagine the panels, the, like, bones are kind of, almost look like they're being picked up by a tornado. She's just clearly got this, like, whole force of nature thing going the way her dad sometimes does. That's fantastic. And, uh, Brian, take a powerful blow as this the brunt force of these bones slam into you. I I gave myself angry earlier. I didn't didn't mention it, but uh 
Yes, I rolled a six. On a miss, you stand strong. Mark potential is normal and say how you weather the blow. Can I spend a team to bump that up? <laughs> yes, you can. How do you spend a team to bump that up to a seven so that it hurts Brian? <laughs> I see that like the tornado is going right for Brian. And I think I'm just going to like step behind him and push him forward and be like, all right, show me what the phoenix can do. Am I still in Brian's arms? Oh, I'll God. take Eggie out first. <laughs> all right. So on a seven to nine, choose one, Brian. I'm going to mark uh, insecure and I will mark hopeless. And we see you just pelted with these bones and we get the uh, speech bubble of the phoenix in your in your head screaming out. He told us to show him what we can do. Kill her. And you can just feel this power of the phoenix welling up in you. And Sana also be yelling in this page of like, stay away from her. Oh, fantastic. I think Noob is flying back to be beside you during this. Oh, awesome. I think we get you landing. Yeah. Do you land with like the three-point hero stance or do you just land with your feet? Uh, she does the... She does the... Not the bird line. She does the land where like the wings flap and then she lands like... She lands with two feet down, but like with the win- wings moving up and down as she does. Nice. Okay, cool. Oh, that's a good panel. And Brian, what do you do? Oh, this is annoying. Look at the trigger of this move. Though you won't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, but I marked angry before. I'm okay with it as long as you have angry marked. <sighs> yes. We read that move since we haven't used it before. So, you won't like me when I'm angry. You're so entwined with your bond that your emotions affect it. When you mark the condition angry as the result of a powerful blow, you may give your bond a control point to directly engage the one responsible as if you rolled a 10 plus. That could not something. So, like, in the interest of my character's preservation, who's really responsible here? Sana or the one that pushed you up to a seven? <laughs> I was about to say, that could have been me. I'm cool with it being either. The Phoenix just wants to use raw power. Whoever hit me in the head. Yeah, that's Portia. <laughs> also, I see spiders. Fair. Tell me what this looks like and which two options you choose off the, uh, the directly engage a threat list. Uh, and then I'm going to add some stuff to it. I am going to take something from them. I'm going to take... You got any visible creepy crawlies? Um, she's got a spider that's hanging out in her hair, and I think, like, just a couple just incidentally hanging out or, like, crawling by kind of where her neck is. Um, she does also have, like, a staff, which is clearly what she's been channeling her power to. Yep. Staff. Staff it is. And I am going to resist or avoid their blows. And I'm going to lunge at you with my hand outstretched. Do we see visibly see like flames or something? Uh, you're about to. So you're using your like portal powers as you're lunging forward to rip the staff out? Mm-hmm. Excellent. And I think like as you reach out your hand, what we normally see like that like digital dust ignites in that white blue phoenix flame. 
And I think as you're like reaching out and the staff just is ripped through space into your hand, you just for a moment ignite in like the full Phoenix fire before it, it like quickly dies out to just your hand. And we see your eyes blazing with that fire as well. I am the Void Viper. State your name. Sana, the moment the like staff's taken away from her, her hair sort of just comes down and she clearly goes from like scary witch to scared girl. Nube immediately wraps her wings around Sana. Yeah, she's backing up into Nube and not answering. And go ahead and mark a condition for me. Your choice. Afraid. I think that's how she's feeling. I think we get this panel, like this very, like, it's a horizontal panel across the full page, just showing this alleyway, which at this point is the two of you on the, like, far right, and Lighthammer and Inky on the far left, and then Brian Phoenix here in the middle. You said you didn't say your name. You just backed up into the wings. Yeah, like she's trying to say something that doesn't quite come out because this got scary fast. Well, if they're not saying anything, I think I want to take that staff back out of hammer space and start twirling it around like it's my plaything. Yeah, I think Nua's going to rush the Void Viper and try to get the staff out and maybe get a punch in. Okay, give me a direct engage. That's an 11. All right. I assume you're doing take something from them as one of those? Yeah, I guess take and avoid. I think she's going to go straight for it. And if she can, she's going to, like, hit the Boyd Viper in the face with the staff as she pulls it. And then come back to Sana and give her the staff. Excellent. Yeah, I think that happens just like that. Void Viper, in your mind, as soon as the staff leaves your hand, you can hear the phoenix just yearning for it and as soon as it leaves your hand you realize just how powerful it was there's a moment there where you also just crave that but if you want you could probably pretty quickly push that away as like just you're really really connected with the phoenix there it's definitely the phoenix's thoughts i am going to try to not do what the phoenix wants it needs to know who's boss and I'm also at four control points, so this might get interesting. All right. Go ahead and uh, read that move and roll it. Uh, my way or the highway. Yep. When you and your bond are at odds, roll plus superior. You good at superior, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, oh, I'm doing great. I didn't mark guilty, thankfully. Uh, that is a seven. On a seven... You reach an impasse. If you follow your bond's lead, erase a control point. If you take the lead instead, mark a control point and take plus one forward. I am going to say no. Okay. And that fills your control track? Yes. Huh. Let me read that section real quick. When it's full, give your bond influence over you and you lose influence over it. Then your bond takes over. You lose control of yourself and your powers until you regain control. You regain control, mark potential. Okay, so go ahead and do the mechanicals there of, like, it takes uh, influence and you lose influence. And we get this moment where, like, you get hit in the face with a staff as Nive steals it out of your hands and lands uh, back next to Sana. And the fire of the phoenix, like, leaves your hands and your eyes go completely dark for a moment. I think we get a panel of you in your um, mind sanctuary 
and the phoenix just completely encases you and squeezes you tight. And then we cut back out to the outside. Your body shudders, and then you kind of put your hands down and step back. And I think we get a panel like of you watching this all through your eyes in the mind sanctuary. And then Brian says, who are you two? I pass the staff to, to Sana, and I look at her and say, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And she holds the staff out again and is, I'm Portia, we're heroes. I'm Quetzal. Yeah, some heroes bringing about, what are these, skullbirds? Wait, no, that was him. She points at the obviously most powerful person here, or at least seemingly most powerful, or the little one with the skull head. That that was you, wasn't it? And why are you, what the, aren't you a hero? She says to Lighthammer. I blink and I'm like, oh shit, it's you. I kicked your ass that one time. Uh, I didn't want to get into a fight, so I left. I don't think there was any ass kicking involved. But it's okay, I I don't do that anymore. She like gets close to to Senna and like I think she pour puts an arm around her. Like I don't do that anymore. We're heroes now. Or I'm a hero. I guess. Okay, so Brian and Enki definitely didn't start this. Enki can only control living things and Brian's got his own shit going on. So if you didn't start this, and we didn't start this, and I'm just going to look up at the open portal in the sky. And I think we hear a like building falling a couple blocks away and see several of these pterodactyls fly into the sky away from the wreckage of it. No, we didn't start this. We don't know who did. And thinks, yeah, we should... we. We should probably take care of those. And we can see the still open portal in the sky. I think she turns to Sana and goes, Do you think you could close it? If I got you close enough? It's real big and strong. Maybe. Uh, you're, you're also strong. Strong and perfectly sized. Void Viper turns the two of you. I know we got off on the wrong foot, but... Maybe I can give you some of my energy? Sure. Don't try anything funny. No, I really think they're good. I don't think they need any help. I think we're good, Brian, but thank you for the offer. Brian looks at Lighthammer and says, We need to close this. I'm trying to help. This power can be good, Lighthammer. Trust me. Okay, but keep it under control. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And uh, Void Viper like reaches his hand out to Sana. And we see this like digital dust forming into like a ball. Anna's gonna look at Nubay, take a deep breath, and then hold White Viper's hand. This'll be fine. You see, feel this energy just coursing through you. You see eternity. She looked super distressed at first while they were like clearing up their coups on one side. But as soon as she feels the energy, she like, her eyes widen. She's like, oh, that's, that's a lot. This is, this is fun. And she's going to point the staff at the sky. Um, should I make a roll? Yeah, give you an unleash. Seven. On a seven to nine. Either mark a condition or I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Check a condition. All right, what, what are you marking? I'm thinking. She's already got a crate going. Uh, I think she's going to mark insecure because 
this is a lot of power she is tapping into and also like she was a bit insecure anyway from the situation of way the hero attacked me today fair that sounds reasonable and do you want to tell me what it looks like as you stitch this portal closed i think it looks like a large like at first it looks like she's drawing a giant star in the sky and then she keeps drawing more and more lines and it becomes more and more clear that oh this is a huge spider web being drawn and it more and more lines just keep getting added in until it gets denser and denser and the sky is just eventually back fantastic as the portal closes we can see like with the uh, energy from this other dimension not sustaining these things they start like phasing out we're left with real wreckage on the streets um some crews starting to move in there's a fair bit of hurt civilians a lot of chaos in the streets but things are calming down we have the group of you there and i'm gonna jump inside brian's mind sanctuary for a moment and we see brian who's been watching all of this happen and through your own eyes you look at uh you see sana and you see just this like spark of the phoenix flame spreading through her and whispered in your ear you hear say anything and i'll burn her out and then you find yourself back in your own uh in control of your body i'll play along Enki's been distracted during this whole thing, and I want to do like a flashback panel of Lighthammer saying the Phoenix the first time, and then a flashback panel of him mentioning it the second time, and then um, a flashback panel of the flames around Brian and stuff, and there's like a darkness and there's a small flame growing as Enki starts to be puzzled what this all means. And then I want to try... Um, using my doomed portal to portal into Brian's mind realm. All right. Brian, do you allow that? Or do you want to try to resist that? The fuck? What? How are you doing this? Uh, I have a bullshit power as a doomed that lets me mark a doom track to appear in any scene with anyone I want. <laughs> okay. You can try to resist it if you want. I, I don't know how you know. But yeah, go ahead. I need help. I'm basically vaguely portaling towards a feeling that I have. Like, I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not literally saying I want to portal into Brian's mind. I'm just portaling towards this memory that I have. So you're like queuing in on the Phoenix and it, that's where it ends up? Yeah. All right, let's get a shot inside Brian's mind sanctuary and tell me what that looks like. I spawn portal in so i think my portals were like a green glow like uh, like gaia right so i think i disappear in a in a in a, a green glowy cloud and then appear in brian's mind realm and i look around me and it's um if i recall correctly it's like brian uh, like um colonel's mind realm right so it's it's a blue forest but pixely right yeah so i think i arrive there and i look around and i'm a bit confused and then I see the phoenix and I say, I, I remember you. How did you get in here? Who are you? I know I remember you. And Brian, as this is your brain, you can join whatever you'd like if you would like to. You fought, we fought. You defeated my weak host. No, I remember you from before that. I think we see the phoenix reaching its flame out towards Enki. I think blue vines grow from the ground and, and um, 
stop the flames. Nice. And I think I say, I think I was warned about you. And then I look a bit puzzled and I go, weren't you the first demon that tried to enter Gaia? Who told you that? I, I don't know. I remember, but I, I don't remember. And like these flames start pushing, not making any progress, but trying to get to you again. Just with my power, I could let you remember. And I think up till now, I was like normal Enki with my loincloth and, and, and stuff. But I think a, a, a ghostly armor like the one I'm wearing now um, starts coming around my around me. And I say, I'm the Sentinel, and I'm here to stop you. You don't belong in this mind. Get out. And it starts just pushing against you with as much force as it can muster. And I, I think I get flung out. Like, I don't want to start an actual fight in Brian's head. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Maybe yet, yeah. Outside of Brian's mind, did you just... Did this look like anything to anyone else? Yeah, I actually physically disappeared. Oh, okay, fantastic. I don't know what bullshit just went on, but I actually physically disappeared. And I hope everybody's looking up at the sky, because I'm just going to discreetly put Enki on the ground where nobody's looking. I just stare at you. I think I'm actually probably more focused on Sana and Nube, so I might not actually notice this. Yeah, Nube's focused 100% on Sana, basically, making sure she's okay, checking on her, and yeah, she's kind of distracted. Sana's just having a power trip. So are you sure you're fine? This is, this is amazing, actually. I can do whatever I want like this. Okay, just, okay, just, you know, be careful. Magic is, uh, you know. Yeah, I think this might be enough. It looks pretty good up there. Yeah, yeah, we did it. And she like suddenly lets go as if as if um the hand's burning her. I'm gonna yank that sucker back. Oh, you get as much of it back as you can, but you definitely feel the traces still left. And Sana, it feels really good. Good in a clear condition of your choice. She is no longer afraid. That was fun. Awesome. Hell yeah. She's gonna like talk about this to Nube later, but part of her is like, I wonder if that's what dad gets to feel like when he all the time. Ooh. I wanna walk up to Katal and be like, okay, so new leaf turned over, great. Uh what are you doing here? Long story short, and I look at at Sana for Confirmation to to see if you like nod or you shake. Uh, she's gonna nod, but also and also stand kind of close to Nube for support. Long story short, um, we escape curse. You know curse. The like weirdly reclusive dark sorcerer villain. I've heard of him. Yeah, that one. We escaped. We escaped him, and he's looking for us. So we're trying to lay low, but super heroics happen. Why is he looking for you? He... It, it's it's private. Yeah, he thinks I, I took something from him. Great. Stealing from supervillains, always a great idea. Um, But, okay. Sorry for, you know. Yeah, sorry about that. 
Um, good to see you. What was I doing wrong? Why'd you attack me? Oh, um, so that was my bad, not really yours. Uh, I saw scary skeleton monsters, and I looked for somebody who looked magic, and you looked like you were magic in a, like, pastel, gothy kind of way, so I was like, mm, she's probably doing it, and then I started blasting. Senna gets really self-conscious about that, about the fact that it looks, apparently looks like it could be her fault. No, don't, don't, no, no, it wasn't your fault. Like, like hammer here made a we all made mistakes today it's okay you're fine before i respond is that a comfort and support it can be let's make it one i think i'm terrible at that so that's gonna be great uh that's mundane right yeah uh straight up 2d6 hey worst case scenario more xp and you have uh influence don't you oh yeah i do so... that's a five <laughs> So, uh, XP. Uh, go ahead and, uh, Sada, take, go ahead and take the effects of that as a 7 to 9. And we get a, in our next panel, a, like, black and white version of the panel we just saw of, uh, the two of you. And we get another panel of someone with a camera and, the, like, telephoto lens roofs away, just taking pictures of specifically the two of you. And we turn the page and cut back to the street. I'm at four potential, so I'm just debating my choices right now. <laughs> no, I think I'll clear and secure, because that's what she was trying to do. I'm suddenly starting to realize what is going on, because I've not been paying attention. So I turn to Lighthammer and I whisper, are we doing a team up? I look at Enki, and then I look at Brian. Brian has a, a look of in inexplicable guilt uh, staring at Miss Magical Girl. Yeah, I'm gonna look from Void Viper over to Sana, and then I'm gonna remember the whole, like, hey, Phoenix just put some of his power into Sana, and I'm like, yeah, we should probably just do it like a, you know, five is always better than three, just like for a little bit of time at least. I um, was uh, I was thinking the same thing. I take out my little book, and I, and I flip through, and the readers can see a page on, on team-ups, and I grab my helmet, and I put it back um, onto my head, and I step towards uh, Sana and Ube, and I and I say, "Hello, I am the Sentinel," and I hand them both uh, my business card. I think Nuba takes it and goes, "Hey, yeah, sorry about the helmet thing, misunderstanding." No problem. All in the day's work for the Sentinel. <laughs> Sana's wearing long sleeves, so she sticks the card up her sleeve, and it's gone. <laughs> I think Nuit passes you the other card for you to do the same thing as well. Uh, so, what do you think? It's probably for the better if we stick around with them in case, you know, curse. He looks up at the sky and is like, I'd have never been able to do that on my own, so sure, yeah, if it's both of us with you all. Perfect. So if we're going to be a team, um... The first thing that we have to do is meet with my uh, stylist. And we have to get you all some new costumes just because we do have to match. Anki and Brian have been refusing, but it's all right. We're going to get a team look at some point. Plus, Quetzal, I... I I think during all this, Quetzal is doing the head tilt puppy face confused. And I'm doing the head tilt mad face because nobody noticed my new helmet. I didn't know it was new. 
I'm still mad at you. <laughs> and I think um, the next panel we get, we can see uh, this in the far background. We see like a continuous stream of text and Lighthammer speech bubble to the point like you, it's no longer legible. And we see this uh, man on this roof uh, starting to pack up his camera and he turns, closes this massive spell book, pulls out a, f- a phone and uh, dials. And our next panel, Nube, can you tell us what your father looks like? Yeah, so he imagines Superman. Uh, imagine he had big eagle wings, and he's also Latinx, like Nube. And, uh, but he has no shirt, so just like big bare-chested muscle man with eagle wings and like uh, green like superhero pants. He probably has like wrestler ribbons around his arms, like armbands. Fantastic. We get a panel of him picking up the phone and we see the speech bubble coming from the other, phone, the other side of the phone. It just says, yeah, you were right. A portal that big did draw them out. I've got a lead on them now. And I think uh, then we see him nod. And I think that's where our issue comes to an end. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T.P. Huth, Elliot Peterson, and Sean Geddes, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy, they, them, can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T or Tess, she or her or they, them, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at tphuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot, she, her, or they, them, can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean, any pronouns, can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was jammed by Icy Sheets. Portia was played by Satya Amira Omer, she, her. Satya is a transbian with too many feelings and can be found at Satya V20 on Twitter. That's S-A-T-Y-A-V-2-0. Quetzal was played by Fabi Garza, she, her. Fabi is a games writer, podcaster, sensitivity consultant, and the cutest bear girl in the world. She can be found at Fabi Garza on Twitter and as a member in Eidolon Playtest. Fabi Garza is F-A-B-B-Y underscore G-A-R-Z-A. Void Viper is played using the custom playbook The Bonded, written by Lauren Peterson, he, him. Lauren is the GM for Nerds on a Roll, where The Bonded was first introduced. You can find him at DM underscore LSP on Twitter and at dmlsp.itch.io. You can find Nerds on a Roll at N-O-A-R underscore podcast on Twitter. Lighthammer slash Requiem was played using the custom playbook The Persona, written by Kyle Rawlings of Five Point Games. You can find Kyle, they, them, or he, him on Twitter at 830toawesome or at fivepointsgames.itch.io. 830toawesome is the numbers 830 and then the words too awesome. You can find The Bonded and The Persona at the link in the show notes. The music in this issue is Black Vortex by Kevin MacLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games, and other games by independent creators. 
Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. For updates and more information, find us on Twitch and YouTube by searching for Moon Harbor Heroes or follow us on Twitter at Moon Harborcast. If you want to contact us, DM us on Twitter or email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.